today is October 16, 2018, and this is SMB's weekly Options Tribe webinar, known as the Options Tribe. And uh, we meet every Tuesday at 4.30 p.m. Eastern throughout the year. And what we do is we bring options trading experts to the table um, each week so that members of our Options Tribe trading community can improve their game as an options trader. So I want to point out that SMB Training is not a broker-dealer, and we're doing these webinars for educational purposes only. Uh, today's webinar is not going to contain any live positions. Everything's going to be hypothetical, back-tested data, and therefore not subject to the market factors of liquidity, slippage, and commissions. I also want to point out that options trading is risky. Uh, your online broker has a document which explains those risks. If you decide to uh, expose any of your capital options trading, you should first backtest and paper trade for a long time. And then if you do uh, ultimately trade capital, start very small for a long period of time until you've experienced lots of different markets. That way you'll get used to it and not have a lot of capital at risk while you're still learning. That's not a very good idea at all. Do you agree, John? Yes, I do. Good. I thought you would. So uh, because we've both seen people uh, make the mistake of trading too large before they really understand what they're doing, and that almost almost always turns a large fortune into a small fortune. So with that, today, John Locke uh, is here to talk about his best performing strategy, the Rock Options Trading System, uh, which is, in my uh, estimation, the most sophisticated options trading system I've ever seen. Um, I'm still still learning about it and still trying to understand it. Uh, it's it's that um, intricate, but at the same time, it's uh, uh, once you get used to it, it's uh, it's a remarkable strategy. So, I am going to turn the desktop over to John. All right, good good to go. Then welcome to Rocktoberfest 2018. <laughs> Rocktoberfest is when we go over, we have a special promotion on the rock trade and we do an informational uh, webinar on the rock trade. I think we've been doing this for what? Um, probably four or five years four now. Four or five years now, yeah. Yeah, in October. So, That's right. so welcome and uh, I'm glad you could join us here. If you have any questions as we go along, feel free to type them in and you know, we'll answer them as we have time and as they are relevant to you know, the content we're trying to cover here. Remember, this is for... Uh, you know, basically an information lawyer for newer people. So if it gets too um, involved, we're going to be having another webinar later on for people who've actually owned the system or who've purchased it, and uh, and we can answer those uh, there. So this is the same disclaimer that uh, Seth went through, so we will move on with that. For those of you who don't know who I am, I'm John Locke from LockingYourSuccess.com. I'm a trading performance coach. I've developed many different trading systems and psychology programs as it relates to trading. We, For SMB, we've done the SSS, the M3, the Bearish Spotify, the Rock, the M21 uh, trading strategies, as well as there's a few other uh, programs that are there as well. Uh, I coach people who trade my systems. I coach three people who trade their own systems or who trade systems from somebody else. Uh, you know, one of the things we find out is that there's a, making money in the market isn't actually all that difficult, but uh, being able to apply the strategies and systems in a way where uh, that they're designed to actually do or the way back test them can be very uh, psychologically challenging. So 
Uh, we deal with that a lot. We provide both one-on-one and group training for psychology, trading performance, system development, and business skills for traders who want to go out on their own as traders. Uh, I am a professionally trained coach. I'm trained in neurolinguistic programming. I'm a master practitioner with that, with Richard Bandler, the co-developer of the science, and uh, as well as many other people as well. I've been trained on, extensively trained in that area. And I'm also a professionally trained strategic intervention coach with Tony Robbins. If you don't know who Tony Robbins is, you can go and see there's a Netflix series, uh, Tony Robbins, I Am Not Your Guru. And uh, you can get an idea of the magical changes you can make with uh, with people uh, just with, uh, with, the, with, the, with those tools. So lots of great things there. We use everything we can to try and uh, get you to to be a great trader here. So what is the rock? Well, it can be described in many different ways. But let's start with it's an increased yield market neutral trading system designed to adapt to volatility skews and normal market cycles without the need to decipher price charts or volatility skew charts. With the rock, what we do is we make assumptions about the market when we enter our positions based on a configuration test and then we position you in the market in a way that should be the best configuration for whatever given market skew situation we have going on at the given at that time. Once the trade is entered, we also make assumptions on how the market is changing based on price movement. And we'll position you differently depending on whether the price movement is likely to result in an expansion or a contraction in volatility. This is very effective. It's um, the trade initially like the M3, like the bearish butterfly, is designed as a learning strategy and a stepping stone to the M21 strategy, which is actually you know a much higher level than the rock. It's not rule-based. The M21, you're going to make a different trade plan every month depending on what the market's doing. This here, you're not being subjective. So it's a very big difference there. So what's in it for me? Uh, or what's in it for you as a trader? What's in, in <clears throat> What are your benefits of learning something like the rock strategy? Well, the returns are the highest returning rule-based strategy that I have within my complement of strategies. And it's also by far the largest or highest returning rule-based strategy that I've ever seen. I mean, keeping in mind, I am um, in this industry. I, I'm very aware of what any other trade is out there. Matter of fact, I help design a lot of the other trades that are out there. I, you know, I know what's around. I know how they work. And this by far is just the highest returning strategy over time. doesn't say it has the highest win rate, but it's got the highest returning over time. The, the bigger benefit is learning. Uh, you just, instead of just following rules, you kind of discover how to manage multiple types of positions. The, within the system, if you're trading the rock, you're going to be looking at broken wing butterfly profile positions, wide condor positions, narrow condor positions. Uh, we have low gamma positions, high gamma positions. We trade closer to expiration, which you don't see a lot anymore. We see a lot of in the money uh, butterflies within the money calls. We sometimes do butterflies without the money calls. Sometimes we scale into positions. It all depends on what our tests are telling us within the marketplace. And by trading this way, you get to realize how effective change in configurations can be with re- boosting returns when you apply those different configurations at uh, the right times. I'm often asked, what is the best market neutral trade? Well, first of all, you have to just decide what best means to you. You know, does best mean the, the, the one that loses the least 
Uh, does it mean the one that makes the most money? Uh, it is a, uh, it wasn't the one that's the least variable. So it's, it's up to you. To me, the best market neutral tra trade or strategy is the one that's going to give me the highest returns over time. I'm not overly concerned about win rate um, or variability. I'm concerned about making money. That's why I'm in the market. So that's what it is for me. So when we start talking about, you know, which one makes the most money over time, you know, is it a butterfly? Is it a broken wing butterfly? Is it a condor or a vertical? Well, the reality is, is that it depends. You know, I think a lot of people come into this business with the expectation that they're going to do the same thing. They're going to follow the same thing uh, all the time, and then they expect to get the same results. And, you know, that might be a reasonable expectation if you are doing the same thing under the same circumstances all the time. But in trading, you're not. You're doing the same thing under drastically different environments, drastically different circumstances, drastically different price movements, drastically different you know, volatility situations. And if you do the same thing under drastically different situations, you have to expect widely varying results. That's the way physics works. There's nothing we can do about that. So really, as far as what is the best trade, it depends. No single trade works best in every single every situation. You know, a condor is in general, like if you look at a condor, condor generally is going to outperform a broken wing butterfly. I mean, broken wing butterflies are really popular right now, but realistically a condor is going to drastically outperform that trade in many, many market situations. On the other hand, in, in other market situations, a broken wing butterfly may be a winning trade when a condor gets simply destroyed in the marketplace. And uh, it depends on the environment. So, when you want to pick the best positioning for a specific environment. But the problem comes in is how do I know what configuration I should be in at any given time in order to maximize my returns over time? You know, should I guess? Uh, I wouldn't recommend just simply guessing with, uh, without being educated. You get uh, very random that way. You know, can I use charting and technical support resistance in market cycles? And I would say absolutely, you could do that. A lot of people are in market neutral trading because they don't want to do that. If you do want to do that, we do that in the M21 program, uh, but that's not what we do here. If you want to avoid charting and technicals, then I guess you're not going to use those. Or if you're not good at it or you're not educated at it, you know, do you want to use options pricing skews? Well, the problem with options pricing skews is that most traders, unless they're extremely experienced at it, they really don't know how to look at an option skew chart and then relate that to their position as to how their position is going to react and how it's going to change as the volatility changes, as the time changes, as the price movement changes. Um, that can be very complicated, but you can, um, you can use that also. Um, but what do we do? So if we don't want to do that stuff, what do we do? Well, the rock trade is um, a good solution to that. The rock strategy is designed to take advantage of multiple situations by being a broken wing butterfly profile position when the market's most likely to favor that type of configuration while being in a condor profile position when the market's most likely to favor a condor position. And then it's going it, to, or it might, it may swap back and forth between the profiles as the market situation changes in relation to your positions. Um, what we do here is we utilize a T plus zero line profile um, to measure delta, but what it's really measuring is, is it's really measuring an options vertical skew, your, your options vertical skew, and we do that to find out the highest probability entry, and then we utilize price movement once the position is entered 
to help keep you in the best position for the highest returns given a current market situation. So the question comes, well, does something like that even work? And uh, I didn't know if it would work at first either, but it comes to find out it, it seems to work pretty well. Uh, realize it skews a representative of what is currently going on in the marketplace. And, um, you know, an option skew, what is it? Well, it's just, if you talk about vertical skew, you're looking at the, the difference in the time premium and the options at different strike levels in the same expiration cycle. And depending on how the um, structure or the, um, the amount of value each option has in relation to one another, uh, that kind of tells us or gives us an idea uh, the time premium in those gives us an idea of what the big banks and the mutual funds and the hedge funds are thinking. It basically reveals a sentiment of the major players in the marketplace. And these are people who have a lot more information than we have. They have faster access to that information. They have teams of people to evaluate and assess that information. And they have the capability to push the market. They're usually right. Are they ever wrong? Yes, of course they are. They make educated guesses like we do. There's surprise news that comes out that they don't know anything about. So they are wrong at times. However, you know, we're in the probability game, right? We're doing high probability trades because we want to win more often. We want to win. And I, I would also suggest we also want to win a decent amount of money at the same time. Um, but we want to improve our probability as much as possible. And, and these guys are, more, are right more often than they're not. And since their opinion plays out in the T plus zero line, you know, why don't we use that to our advantage? So I'm just going to give you, uh, oh, okay, so this is basically what the, let me go back to this. Um, I was talking about the T plus zero line. So um, here's just an, just an example. I know you can't read the numbers. Don't worry about the butterfly width. Just know that these are the same butterflies, same width and everything, approximately the same data expiration, approximately the same um, closeness to the money. And in this cycle here, we're looking at an, 80, uh, an, an $8.10 butterfly. We're looking at an entry delta of minus 87.63. Okay, and on this one, we're looking at $3,600 price tag, right, less than half of over here. And we're looking at a minus 12 delta, less than a quarter of over here. So we have essentially the exact same position in two different situations. And if you look at the T plus zero lines, this is the difference in the T plus zero lines. You can't expect the same rule set to react the same way here as it's going to react here. So... We may want to trade that differently. They're, the big banks are telling us something here. They're telling us something else here. Or the SKUs or the T plus zero line, whatever you want to call it, we're getting a different signal. We're, we're, we're getting signal to do something different. So we utilize that in the rock trade. This is the type of – this is what we, we did this year in the rock trade. Now, realize this year is a very – very difficult year. I don't know if you're new to market neutral trading or if you've been doing it for a long time, but many, many strategies did very poorly this year. A lot of them are down money. Some of them are break even. Some of them are maybe up a little bit of money. Um, and depending on what they were, they did better at some times and worse at other times. 
Now, um, you know, a lot of people did very poorly January, February, March, April, May this year. They did extremely well towards the middle of the year, and they probably had some difficulty, um, you know, at this point. We had a few strategies that did fantastic in February and okay in January. But then July, August, and now this comes along and they got crushed, right? Because we had a situation in volatility in February where certain strategies had made a ton of money and everybody thought that this was the answer. Um, but then they found out maybe last month that those strategies, well, you know, that just was just a situational thing. So um, anyway, things change. But if you're doing the same thing every single month, chances are, uh, you know, regardless of what was going on in the market, chances are you had a tough year this year. And that is because the variability in the market, the variability with price movements, the variability with the way the volatility changed, is it, the, the situation was all over the place. It's not like we had a year like 2017 where essentially we had the same conditions all year and everything went wonderful. Or 2012 where we have the same conditions every year and everything went wonderful or everything went poorly depending on what your strategies are changing. But um, that those years were like very consistent. This year was extremely variable and it gave some people some trouble. But, um, you know, it gave us some trouble with the rock too. But um, really not bad. Really not bad. So, you know, we did a 10.3 in January, a minus 5.9 in February, 10.9 in March, break even in April, a small gain in May, good gain in June, small gain in July, really nice gain in August, profit target number, and a, a decent gain in September. October is going to come out at a very small loss. I actually closed that trade today. It's probably minus 2% or something like that. So, um, but overall, we're looking at up in the 65 probably percent range after the close of, of today's trade. It was 65 to 60 to 68 percent, almost 70 percent for the year. Not um, that's actually a little under normal for the trade, but um, but that's what we get. And you know, people who who want year over year stuff. I actually, I think I have my website up somewhere. Let me let me just drag that up for a second. See website. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that is basically this is what we what we what we're looking at. We started. We came up with the program. I think late 2012. So we've been tracking it since 2013. 2016. We had a tough year. And again, um, 2018. Again, is going to be a tough year. But uh, it's better. It should be better than this. We don't know. Uh, we'll see how that turns out. And let's see if I can go back to the PowerPoint. So that is what we've been having. What we do is we do market skews entry tests to determine whether we'd be better off in a broken wing butterfly profile position or a condor profile position. We um, and then go from there. Like this, like I said, this isn't necessarily entry position. This is just a test that we do to see what the options skew differences between our long and short strikes here. Um, once the rock trades entered, it could be entered in multiple different configurations. It could be like an M3 classic M3 trade if you're familiar with that, or a butterfly call. It could be, uh, and then from there it can can go to, you know, something like this. So it's like a condor. It can go into like a broken wing butterfly. It could go into a spot where it looks like a broken wing butterfly, then one in front of the other, a big one in front of a small one. So all of those configurations uh, are within the program itself. So what I was going to do is I was going to do uh, some examples. And we can pick any month in 2018 anybody would like. If anybody has something to type in, you can do that. Uh, if not, I'll just randomly pick one myself. 
All right. Well, folks, uh, John's offering for you to just pick any month in 2018 uh, to to do an example, and he'll throw it up into option view. Um, we got people raising hands, but I, that doesn't really give us an answer. Wait one second. Yeah, okay. So we've got uh, – you're getting set up here, John. Jan, uh, Ivan's asking January, February 2018. Rob is saying February. Uh, Rick is saying late January. Robert is saying February. Mike Nelson saying March. Okay. Yeah, Paul Bunch fine. says take, pick a tough month. How about right, October? We'll, okay. we'll do that. Okay. Yes. So, so yeah, the worst months were, so let me just go back here. I just go back to the T log that I have. And one of the things you'll notice is the results that are going to come out final. If on my website, when we do this is going to be uh, slightly different than what I showed you. I'm doing audited results. Cause what I'll do is I'll come back in here and I will review all the trades that we did. Cause we do these trades real time. Sometimes I make decisions that are slightly different than, it might look slightly different than the guidelines, and I'll make the corrections for them. So this is the uh, this is the audited returns. Um, if we go to uh, our trade log, and you want to do January, we're looking at an entry in December. So twelve twenty seventeen. I'm just going to go back to twelve twenty seventeen here. And yeah, we'll go as far as we have time and. We'll uh, we'll go from there. So generally, I'm going to enter this. This is a trade we enter 30 days to expiration. And let's see if option view will do that for me. And it's like a lot of the other systems and trades that I do. You'll notice that um, I generally check things one time a day. And the rock trade is really not an exception to that, except when we get really close to expiration. I will do some intraday stuff. Uh, under certain conditions, and that's ex kind of explained in the program, uh, because we have a lot of gamma right up on expiration, and we'll do that. But for the most part, we don't do anything. So what we'll do in here is we'll come in here, and you know I'm going to take a look at the market, and I'm going to say, and I'm going to do that by looking at a butterfly that is. Like this. This is just going to be a straight butterfly, right? And I take a look. I say, well, what is the delta of this line? You know, 20 points over the market, which is going to be at about 1540. And here it's like minus 160. And we know from doing this over many, many years that minus 160 indicates uh, an option skew that. Where the big banks, they think the market's going to move. I don't know which direction it's going to move in, but I know it's, I know it's probably a, a, a risky situation to go into a condor uh, or a tight condor type of position that's close to expiration because the market's likely to move a lot and I'm going to have high gamma. So, you know, will you utilize the M3 trade? Is essentially what we do here. We do a 30-day entry uh, M3 trade with slightly different guidelines. And... With this here, we would enter something like this, okay? Um, same concept as M3 at this point, nice flat T plus zero line and, um, uh, you know, a call with a uh, butterfly. You could do M3U if you're, if you're an M3U guy and stuff like that. But uh, in the program, we, we're mainly dealing with the classic M3. Uh, and I'm just going to – we'll just run through 
adjustment to adjustment. That way we can go over more uh, trades this way. Okay. Mm -hmm. So this is typical M3 stuff, right? The market ended up not moving a whole lot, ended up getting up $2,500. We run into a Delta problem. So if you know M3, we're generally going to adjust it around minus 100 Delta inside the tent, minus 50 outside the tent. So this particular day, we run into a Delta issue. And, you know, we make the appropriate adjustments. This is a this is a interesting adjustment. Um, when I entered this, I did it in a broken wing butterfly fashion to flatten the delta in the butterfly. Now that uh, the market's moved, you know, one of the things I did here is I, I put my long strikes all back out at 1570 and I, uh, I rolled up some shorts. So it's a bit of a configuration change at the same time of doing a, um, this is the difference, okay, at the same time of doing a, uh, uh, an adjustment. So that's there. Let's go to the next one. I think the market takes off maybe. I don't Yeah, it must be in January. I think it did take off, right? Really rallied. That's right. Yeah. So here we had another minor adjustment, right? Just, just two verticals, right? We're minus 141. We bring our verticals up into here. And then at some point, we get outside the tent. So, um, let's see. This didn't happen here. But we're still making minor adjustments, right? So, we're minus 99. <clears throat> Mark's just kind of hanging up at the end here. Let me see if uh, we do anything else here. So, that's that. Go to the next month. All right. So, now we have... We're eight days to expiration, and this is a challenge that M3 traders have because this is within the design of the classic M3 trade. The classic M3 trade is going to have a little trouble if you get a market that keeps going up into expiration because we're, we're going to be rolling this butterfly up. We're going to be creating another hole to the upside, um, and you run into this, you know, this, area, you know, this area gets a little risky in this direction here. So you do run into that challenge with standard M3. Um, when we blow outside the tent like this, we're going to come in. We're going to do another test like we did before. We're going to come in and do another butterfly test with our short strikes at 1570 and see what the delta is. Eventually, you'll get close enough to expiration where you will go into a rock position if you choose to do so. Uh, that was the case here. And we go into a more of a, what we call condor position where I come in at like minus 193 delta. So I'm increasing my negative delta here quite a bit. Um, but I'm going into more of a condor position. I'm going to have uh, 10 butterflies underneath, of, uh, usually five up top, but I'm going to adjust it to reach a certain delta number here. And I'm going to come into like a condor uh, type of a position. This is risky, right? This is a more risky position because you can go uh, either way, but it's also if the market doesn't move, you're going to collect money really fast. So we may have a big drawdown here if it takes off, continues to take off. This is a bit of a risky move because you know I'm still moving 25 points at a shot mm -hmm. and the only reason I'm really in a condor is because I'm slowed down and close to expiration so um, an option within the system would be to just exit the trade here if you don't like you know the speed of the market which that's what I did this month by the way with October I could have gone into a rock trade um, two days to expiration or what is it, three days, two days to expiration, 
because the, it would have passed the test, but I'd be so close to expiration, uh, very close to expiration, and we just had a 44-point move in the Russell today. I'd say the market's moving a little fast, common sense-wise, to be in a condor. So that's um, <laughs> why so I exited. Um, this here is kind of borderline. I, th- th- that's more than I would like it to be moving. Uh, if we go to the next day, the market continues to go up. Um, we have different delta guidelines, right? So we're in a condor now. We have different delta guidelines. We did make an adjustment. The market went up a little bit. Uh, we allow a lot more negative delta here. Uh, the, one of the reasons is because in this environment, I mean, we're getting a lift of the T plus zero line up here because of the way we're configured. We're inside the tent. So, um, so that's what we get there. Uh, end up adding two contracts to kick our delta back to 215. This is actually a little light. Um, Usually, I like to kick it back to around 180. Go into the next day. Ah, we come um, down 14. Were there any adjustments? Yes. Right. So we have a we have a positive delta limit of 100 in this configuration here, and we hit that. So we're just going to scale back out. It rocks back and forth, like it says. Uh, the rock trade scales back and forth. So uh, we, we knock out of that at a 2200 profit. And then uh, moving forward, I think we probably have an adjustment the next day. It gets pretty active if the market's moving around a lot. Right, so the next day we have a 13-point up move. And this should be exited here. So... Um, doesn't have to be exited. This trade generally doesn't overlap. So, you know, I may choose to stay in the position. I may choose not to. Uh, the extra two days, if I have the capital, typically I'm going to exit this day here at a $4,100 uh, $4, profit there, which uh, I guess I didn't exit. I should have done it on the audited trade. I don't know why I did not do that. But um, if you go into the next day, you can see this position here. Ends up being up uh, six thousand. I have to re. I have to fix that. I'm going to exit this. Um, what did I? Sh- yeah, I have to. I, I'm going to exit this the day before. But um, anyway, that was a trade. So you close the position. This is what it looked like uh, at the end of the uh, position there. Then, if you go into February, which starts thirty days to expiration, we did the same thing. We had um, volatility skews that were indicating we should be in a butterfly call or broken wing butterfly type of position here. <clears throat> this is on January what? January seventeenth, and you know same type of deal here uh, ends up being in an M three type position. If we go through the trades on here, I don't believe there was anything done here. It's just the other trade coming out. These sometimes, depending on the expiration cycle, sometimes there'll be a gap between trades. Sometimes you'll have that two-day overlap, and usually I'll get out um, in that two-day overlap, which I didn't do here. I'm not sure why. But here we're basically doing the same thing. We're doing the, the typical M3 minus uh, you know minus 50 delta outside the tent, minus 100 delta inside the tent uh, adjustment strategy. We are outside. Delta's a little high. We go into the next... 
Let me go just go to the next adjustment here. All right, so we're starting to get hurt a little bit uh, coming to the upside. We're um, just grinding up. All right, so we're just starting to kick back some of these uh, longs to keep our delta straight. I have a the way the way this works is. I got my primary short strike position at 1560. When the market goes to 1620, uh, I'm going to do a configuration check and see if I can get into a uh, a rock position, which I would imagine comes. Maybe it doesn't. Nope. So here we have uh, February 2nd. We're down. Uh, $2,500 after this 28-point move, 14 days to expiration. We look like this. <coughs> so, again, this was a losing situation. We uh, made the adjustment back to typical M3, right, 6 delta here after the rollback. And ended up in a position like this. And then we got the, the big down move on, what was it, fifth here. And that ends up being a, a $9,000 loss. Now, for an M3, this is a big deal, right, because... Um, this is a big deal because you have a $5,000 maximum loss. We actually have a $10,000 maximum loss in this position because it's capable of making 20%. Um, so we would actually essentially trade this. We would trade this. Um, so we come down here and we would do a rollback. Again, normal M3 positioning here. And moving forward. Something on the seventh, right? We're just uh, making adjustments here for delta minus 100 delta. If I'm going too fast, anybody can just jump in. And, and if you see any questions, Seth, let me know. But. Yeah, and this is a this is a strategy where it's it's just impossible in a one hour webinar to go over. Oh everything. yeah, no, you can't so go everything. But you'll see. They may not understand why you're doing what you're doing, but well, that's what the program to see for, what right? you're doing exactly. That's right. Right. So right. this is what we're doing. I mean, you're not going to recover. You're not going to recover this kind of a loss in an M3 position. So if the trade happened to go into a rock configuration, we may have recovered the loss, but it's just not going to recover it in this position. So um, if we go here. We have um, we have another situation here. We were below the short strike, so we, we adjusted down, we adjusted up, we adjusted down down again. You know, this is saying a seven $8,000 loss number. And we end up, I'll just close this. Well, this is, again, this is another adjustment if you take the adjustment off. Um, so we're getting chopped back and forth on the market here. And we're essentially keeping a position back and forth, it looks like this. That's before... This is after, right? So we're just getting shot back and forth, and we were not able to recover in the next four days. I guess show you how the adjustments went. This is just kind of would be like adjusting an M3 strategy almost into the close. We did a few more uh, delta checks, and then um, well, with three days to expiration, so. Right, we have a 25-point up move the next day. I, I exited the position, right? So realistically, you get up to here one day to expiration. You don't have, you, you don't really have any, um, 
any options here unless you want to get in the middle of top of the position. It's best off just to exit. So we end up exiting the position two days to expiration plus we're, um, we're 30 days to expiration in March. So we bang into the new position here. And again, with the volatility high, generally you're going to be starting in an M3 position. If we go to, excuse me, if we go to um, uh, August, if we go to August, we're starting differently. So you take a look at, uh, hold on, look at August. And August was a very simple month, but it was um, different entry. So we'll just show the entry here. So if I run down to August, that's going to be uh, July 18th. Not July 1st, July 18th. There you go. Right, August, if you had, let me just take out this trade. I'm just going to remove this. And you will look at the butterfly delta here. This is what a butterfly looks like if you're going to enter the butterfly in August. We're looking at a, um, well, 190 delta. That's enough for us to go into a rock trade. The limit's at about 180, 185. Uh, 189 will put us in a rock trade So uh, on entry. So we come in here and we enter something like this, which is a standard rock position. And if you enter this position as the market goes up, you scale in here, and that's going to raise the side of the expiration tent, and then you go 20 points higher and you scale in. It, it, it creates a, um, a funny three-peaked mountain uh, type of, a, of, a, of an expiration graph. Uh, this, this is a trade that we didn't have to do anything to. So this went through the whole month without any adjustments or 30 days. And that's, actually, that's unusual, right, John? It's unusual. Yeah, it's unusual. But if you mm -hmm. go here... Uh, at 11 days to expiration, we hit our high profit target number, which is right here. So this is unusual. It happens once a year, sometimes twice a year, sometimes not once in a year, but it, it happens occasionally. You come in here, and you know the market skews were basically telling us it was it was good to be in this type of position, and and uh, uh, they were right this time. They're not always right, uh, but that was our that was our best month of the year. If you want to look at uh, you know, this month, it was mainly done in an M3 configuration, 30 days to expiration, so there's nothing too crazy there. If I want to go to September, um, I don't know, maybe September. Well, um, yeah, you have time. So if you want to come into September here, uh, like I said, October was a trade that ended up being down it would have actually been okay had we had the explosive up move today but the explosive up move it pushed it basically what happens we were in m3 configuration like we were on the last trade um in what was it march and we had to adjust it down adjust it down adjust it down and it was almost a break even yesterday and then today we had the 43 point up move and m3 configuration it drew it down about 1400 bucks mm -hmm. so that's going to result in a loss of what two and a half three percent or something like that so not bad i'm not complaining with the type of market movement we had at all but um, but that's what that did and we don't have any really questions right um well the one 
we have a lot of kind of comments and questions. Okay. But the only one I think you can sort of really answer is Alex is asking, are there any changes to the rock system in the last five years? There are no significant changes to the system. Uh, it was put together in, what, 2012 or so, and we've been trading it essentially the same way it has been. So one of the things I want to mention is this is a system that's built on top of the M3 and the bearish butterfly system. So they're, they're actually prerequisites. You wouldn't want to come in not knowing much about trading and buy a rock system. You'd, you'd want to be an M3 trader currently. You'd want to be a bearish an M3, and, and have some experience with bearish butterfly trades before you did that. Um, there have been some changes in the M3 and bearish butterfly programs that apply to this. But the rock program itself, it really hasn't changed. It's been the same. Okay. So, so nothing's happened. Yeah. Well, that's that's encouraging for people who are interested in the series. Um, there is another question from Dr. Frank, which is, what is the capital requirement for this trade? Ah, great question. So we have... The examples are done with $50,000, which is a lot of money. And if you don't have, if that's not a comfortable level for you, in other words, if you, you know we have a 20% drawdown on $50,000, that's $10,000. You're going to get in market situations where you're going to have gaps. You might be down 15000 I mean, you might be down $15,000 uh, or so in certain situations. That can happen. Um, we get a market gap at the wrong time and something like that happens. So you have to be comfortable with that type of a loss in your trading. And um, if you're going to do it with that much. Now, the system can be traded with as little as $5,000. I think we put, actually, I think I know you put it in this one too, an incremental adjustability in small positions video yes. yeah. where, where it's, it's demonstrated with $5,000. So it can be done with $5,000. The thing is, it's a lot more complicated to do with $5,000. You know, that's one of the things with, um, you know, trading. It's one of the catch-22s in trading. You know, you want to trade small if you don't have a lot of money or if you don't have a lot of experience. You want to trade small, but it's more difficult because, you know, if I have 10 butterflies and I add one butterfly, that's a small adjustment. If I only have one butterfly on and I add another butterfly, it's a huge difference. So you need to you need to be able to do different things you can you can trade it that way but you need you but you're going to be you're going to be doing it differently and in other words you'll monitor it in the big position but you'll you'll have a slightly different position on it i think on the last um question and answer session did the or the rock update we did i think we did actually demonstrated some small uh positions I think that was one of the features of that. If I remember right, I'm not sure, mm -hmm. but uh, but there but you can do it with as little as five thousand. And I, matter of fact, I probably recommend starting there for uh, people who aren't experienced with this. Um, also, regarding returns, we have questions regarding returns, and you have to remember this with any strategy you get. It doesn't matter what it is. Um, you need to go back and you need to back test it yourself. You need to see for yourself what the variability in the strategy is. And you also can't necessarily expect the returns that you see and uh, that, that that I do. You might do better. You might do worse. I don't know. I have traders that do both ways. But the reality is everybody trades a little bit differently and they do a little bit different things and they're going to come up with different results. 
I mean, it's just the way it is. And, and I can take a trade as simple as the bull trade, which is essentially you put the trade on. There are no adjustments. You take it off when you hit a loss number or a certain date. And, I, and I'll have people trade that, and we'll get different results uh, <laughs> going forward. And, and there's really no ambiguity with it. It's just that the, you know, different people interpret things differently. You have to go in. You have to do the testing yourself, and you have to test it properly because most people don't back test properly. You know, we have courses at, at our, on our website about, with proper back testing to help you with that. But I would say like 98% of the people who back test or, or show, have shown any program in the past, they're not back testing the way they're going to trade it. And it's not realistic at all. You need to make sure that you back test the way that you're actually going to trade. Mm-hmm. And you need to keep in mind, what are you going to do, you know, on these big intraday moves? What are you going to do? You know, are you going to panic out? Are you going to panic out near Delta limits when there's news going around? All that stuff's going to make um, differences in your results. So you can't automatically expect, you know, even if the person's trading live, or especially if the person's trading live, because he's probably doing his own little nuances when he's trading live, you can't expect to come in and, and match the results of that person. You cannot expect that. You have to go in. You have to do your own work. That is the way to become a good trader, and um, you just have to do it. There's just no way about that. So these are the returns that I get trading with my style, with my interpretation of the rules, and my interpretation of um, of how they're supposed to be done. Um, okay, we've got a question from Andre. Instead of trading RUT index options, what about trading RTY futures options and utilizing span margin? Why the hell would you do that? You have more commissions. You have lower liquidity. You have um, um, it, 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 it's different, yeah, and, and I'm not beating up on you, Andre. I want to make sure I am not. I'm not beating up on you, but I get I get this a lot. Well, can I do this on the SPX? Or yes. why, don't just, right. why don't you just figure out how to do it on the Russell the way that I did it, and then you can make the determination if you want to do something different. You know, I don't know what your reasoning is for doing the RTY futures. I, 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 you, can, you can do a smaller position. That would be a good reason, right? So, because um, um, they're half the size. But realistically, your commissions are twice as high, even if they were the same commission rate, but the commissions are actually higher because they're futures options and you're doing a lot more commissions. So that's really going to knock your returns down. You have slightly different volatility structures in the IT, RTY futures um, that you have to deal with. And... You, you, um, um, so therefore, it's going to react differently. You're going to get different um, things. So while, so while you could do that, right? So you could come in here. You could do it in the RTY futures, but you don't automatically do it in, in the futures. You go in and you backtest it. And then you say, oh, wait a minute. I can't backtest it because RTY has only been around for like two years. Hmm. Another reason maybe not to do it or if you're going to do it, only with a very small position, how things react compared to the regular, um, the regular systems and stuff like that. I mean, you can try and back test it with the TF futures um, if you wanted to, if you can get information on them and back testing. I don't even know if you can. I would imagine you probably can um, through Option View. Um, you could probably do that, but um, you know, you can do a strategy like this in. Uh, RTF futures, you're going to have higher commission costs, and you know you don't. I don't know what the variability is going to be 
because they have a different volatility structure. And you're not just looking at price points, you're looking at volatility structures. Even the volatility structure in the IWM is significantly different than Russell, even though they generally move the same. Um, so just, you know, do something you can backtest, especially if you're going to put any kind of money in it. Do your work uh, and then go from there. Okay. So, I think we're going to take one more question, John, and then I, I want to yeah. tell everybody about a very special opportunity for them. Um, Rob is saying, I'm sorry, Ivan Rastandi is saying, John, the yearly result month over month that you just showed, is that result from your live trade or real time on option view? Well, what you need to understand, they're real time on option view. So um, understand that I have many different systems and I'm not in a particular system. Uh, all, I'm not in all the systems <laughs> at any time. given time. Right. Um, you know, generally I do uh, what I call M21 style trading. So uh, I am a subjective person. I know a lot of traders like to come in here and be completely non-subjective. Uh, I happen to be very subjective. I mean, I've, what am I in right now, Seth? Right now? Well, yes, you're in bull put verticals. Yes, and I told, told him yesterday, I'm heavily into bull put verticals. As a matter of fact, I had the biggest position I've ever had on in bull put verticals um, that was put on uh, yesterday or, yeah, yesterday, yeah, maybe I think it was the day before yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, biggest position I've ever had uh, in bull put verticals because I'm subjective and I'm thinking the market was going to go up today. I happen to be right. So, and I will apply that to my live trades. So even if I was just doing the rock trade, I'm still personally, and this is what I'm talking about, um, about trying to match my live results or anybody else's live results. I'm personally taking um, things into consideration and, I, and, I, and I'm changing them. I'm making, you know, and I'm changing the trade. I'm making it different, which is going to make my results drastically different than yours. In the, in the real-time simulated trades that we do here, um, which is so much better than backtesting, by the way. Backtesting, you, you know what happened in the future. Even if you don't think you're taking it into account, unconsciously you do take it into account, right? This is part of the mental training. Um, and when you do backtesting, unconsciously you're, you are taking them into account. Uh, and, you know, a lot of times if it doesn't go right. You go back and you just kind of tweak something and then you forget about it later. And then you look at the results and say, oh, they were wonderful. <laughs> right? So a lot of things happen in backtesting like that. You know, I do real time, you know, doing them real time, especially a lot of, uh, we, we didn't do the rock this year on the Monday morning webinars, but we do it. We've done it um, a lot of the other years. I may end up bringing it back um, to that because I've been getting a lot of requests for it. But, um, but I, have, I make the decisions. Usually they're public and I can't change them. You know, if I made the wrong decision, I made the wrong decision. So that makes it so much better. Mm-hmm. Um, than doing that whenever you're at a gray area and stuff like that. So, um, very good, anyway. very good. Well, thank you, John. Uh, so these are some real live examples. It's a it's a course that you need to uh, you know study. It's it's as I say, it's a it's a a course for you know people who are serious about their options trading, and you need to study it because there's a lot to it and a lot of decisions are made for reasons that you just can't sit in a webinar and explain in, you know, 30 minutes or 45 minutes. So um, I want to share with everyone that uh, first of all, we, you know, we produced this course, I guess about five years ago and um, John came into SMB's offices and shot the rock course. It was an amazing voluminous amount of information 
it took him seven videos uh, to present all of the uh, different scenarios and rules of the rock. It's 408 um, slides, PowerPoint slides, which you really end up using almost like as your trading guide. Uh, so you'll, 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 you'll find if you're trading the rock, you're going to keep that PowerPoint open. And when you get the course, by the way, you can watch the videos on our site and then you can download the, um, the PowerPoint document so you can you know, keep it on your desktop and use it as a reference as you're trading the strategy that'll help you to get used to it. So it's, it's a ton of information. Um, and, uh, we are doing something very special this month. We're doing a one day event where, uh, we're going to slash the price of the rock. Now, I want to explain to you, first of all, as you can see, would you consider that slashing, John? We went. That is slashing. Yes. That's slashing. Right. We're slashers over here. So um, the uh, well, slashing, that's that's October appropriate. That's right. That's right. I didn't even think about that. And so uh, for, I never thought about the Halloween connection. <laughs> so we're slashing like crazy and uh, like a chainsaw. We took a chainsaw through these prices. And so the rock, uh, we dropped it from fourteen ninety five to eleven ninety five. That's a you know, substantial. That's uh, a price chainsaw massacre. That's, <laughs> that's right. And now remember, though, if you don't have the bearish butterfly and the M3, then it's a very good idea to get those courses before you get the rock uh, and study them first in that, you know, study both of them before you review the rock because they're elements of the bearish butterfly and the M3 in the rock. So um, you, if you, let's say you own the M3, but you don't own the bearish butterfly uh, and you want to get the rock, then there's a look at that tremendous deal. We've offered there almost a $600 break for that package. All these packages are on our website, but they're just a lot cheaper over the next one day up until midnight tomorrow. For the Rock and M3, um, we've dropped it, what, it's almost uh, like $650. Uh, In other words, if you own the Bearish Butterfly, but you don't own the M3 and you want the Rock, you need to buy that package so you get both courses. You can complete your understanding of the M3 before you review the Rock. And then Rock m3 and bearish butterfly together if you oh if you're really excited about the rock but you don't own any of them and you want to get them all at once this is going to be your best opportunity we've knocked more than a thousand dollars off the price but it's just for the next day until midnight tomorrow so the way you get this great offer is you oh oh i want to add that in february uh and it may take some of you time to review let's say you don't know any you don't have any of the courses then you'll have to learn the bearish butterfly and the m3 and then the rock that by the before you know it it's going to be february 4th when john is going to be doing a live q a which only owners of the rock can attend so if you buy uh the rock you'll be able to attend that live otherwise um you you know you you may one day see it on a recording but you won't be able to ask any of your burning questions and john's usually very generous with this time it's intended to be an hour but if people have tons of questions um you know unless john has to go out uh, mountain biking or something he'll probably stay a little bit longer or jump it off a building in las vegas or something so uh you, what you want to do is go to smbu.com slash rock and that's where you want to go smbu.com slash rock that will give you all the information i just gave you it will show you all the pricing i did up until midnight tomorrow uh, and it will give you, um, you know, any other sort of uh, explanatory information you need about the rock strategy. 
So um, it's a really terrific opportunity, folks, and I strongly, strongly recommend you seriously consider it. Uh, also want to just quickly mention the Options Tribe. Uh, joining OptionsTribe.com gives you an opportunity to review today's recording, today's PowerPoint from John, as well as more than 350 Options Tribe meetings we've had uh, since 2011 when we started this community. Uh, you get 5% off of all SMB Options courses. You get to attend John's uh, weekly RUT trade review at 10 a.m. on Monday and other benefits as well. Um, and so you go to OptionsTribe.com and you'll see a membership um, panel. You click on that and then you can join. It's only 30 bucks a month. It's a really good deal. Finally, next week, Dr. Brett Steenbarger will be on uh, the Options Tribe webinar at Tuesday at 4.30, October 23rd. And Brett Steenbarger, any of you, you know, who, who know about trading psychology know he's considered probably the greatest trading psychologist in the world or pretty darn close to it. Uh, he's in that select handful of people who coach the top traders in the world. And Brett is among them. He works for SMB. He works for many major money managers and hedge funds. He has a really great pulse on the market. And much more importantly, he understands how traders are successful. And what, right. what, what are the, and I like to say, Brett's a, he, he's a great guy. We're friends and uh, he's a fantastic, I, I highly suggest coming in and listen to him. He's yeah. You, you guys. And yeah. so, right. And I want everyone to bring whatever they're struggling with as a trader come next week. Brett is the most open giving guy in the world and he will spend whatever time necessary to help you with your trading issues. So you should definitely attend next week. Uh, to understand he's going to be starting off with a small lecture, how individual traders succeed in the financial markets, and then he's going to move uh, into Q&A for everybody. He's going to leave plenty of time uh, for Q&A. So with that, uh, I want to thank you, John, for a great, great presentation about the Rock. It's a fantastic strategy. Everybody go over to smbu.com slash rock and check that out and decide if it's something that is going to be meaningful for you. In the meantime, we'll catch up uh, with everybody uh yeah uh we got just people thanking us paul bunch thanks us and andrew sharp and lots of other people so as usual john you did a great job it's always compelling i learn every time i sit and listen to you uh teach on one of our webinars and i love i love that opportunity so uh, thank you thank you everybody all take right care. take care and uh we'll catch everybody up next week tuesday october 23rd brett steenbarger on what makes traders successful take care take care Bye.